Hi everyone, it's Tom Panos here from News Limited. I've got with me Vivian Yap from Acton in Perth. Are we in for a treat? I would consider her to be close to being the number one female real estate agent in Australia at the moment. Welcome, Vivian. Thank you. It's a privilege. Okay. Now, uh, Vivian, your background, you're a pharmacist? Yes, I am. Um, and you've been doing real estate for how long? Just over two years now. Okay. Yes. Big change, pharmacy to real estate? It is. It's a really big change. Um, just sold my pharmacies about two and a half, three years ago and um, didn't know what I was going to do. I was very bored. I thought I'd be a stay-at-home mum. Yeah. And from there, I decided to um, yeah, do something different, which is real estate. I've always loved it. So with the urging of my friends, yeah. they've just asked me to do the course and that's how I started and sold a friend's home and just snowballed from there. Right. Did yeah. you ever think that you were going to become an agent? No, never. I only thought this would be a pastime hobby. Right. And I loved it and it just, yeah, started from there with one friend's home to sell. Okay, so um, some of the results you're doing, and we're not going to go into them, but um, you work in a marketplace where you've got a range of prices from 1.5 million mm -hmm. to 5 million. Mm -hmm. Um, how many sales do you try and make um, per month? Have you got a goal? Yeah, my goal is to ultimately sell 12 each month, but we're averaging between 8 to 10 each month at the moment. Okay, so you're doing 8 to 10 a month, and what's your goal for listings? Um, my listings, we aim to list between 2 to 4 properties each week without fail, and um, we aim to get out there to do appraisals between 5 to 10 appraisals each week as well. So the more people we see, the chances are we will also touch them. Yeah. And when we do see them, um, they will always give us that opportunity to list the property too. Okay, so you're aiming to do um, five listing presentations per month? Per week. Per week. Per week. Five per week, so that's 20 per month. Mm -hmm. um, have you had a good, at the moment, have you had a good year? Like, yes, yeah? it's been a phenomenal year. Phenomenal start and a phenomenal Okay, so I know that you had an incredible June this year. Mm. Um, what did you write? I wrote eight hundred sixty thousand dollars in commission. Eight hundred sixty grand in commission. This is a lady in two years in real estate, um, and then that wasn't just a fluke because I know that you've had your July, August, September quarter. What did you do in that? I wrote over a million. Okay, in so so. You know, 800 plus in June, and then followed it up with a July, August, September quarter of over a million. So you can work out the numbers. She is a star performer. Now, Vivian, you, your model, the way that you operate in real estate, is very much um, what I call an attraction type business. Um, what What's the method of sale that you use mainly? The method of sale has always been option for me because I believe in that process. I use that process for selling my own home as well and it allows every buyer to also come in before the auction day, on the auction day and also after. And sellers have a choice to accept or decline the offer at any time. So I, I just think it's the best process and it allows buyers to compete in a very competitive market. Okay, and that's interesting because in Perth, um, it's not typically an auction city, is it? No, definitely not. It's not like Sydney or Melbourne? No, definitely not. Right. Um, also, 
you are one of my favourite subjects because I get paid by uh, a media company, is that you are a big believer in marketing and advertising, mm. um, and you're pretty good at it. Um, why, how are you good at How do you explain advertising to a vendor when you're talking to them? Um, well, I always provide them with a showcase study, a, a study where they can see a property which has not had any vendor paid marketing versus another property which has had a good amount of vendor paid marketing. And based on the results, it will actually show the data market versus also price uh, taken into account beforehand uh, as well as if it's actually um, provided with no marketing, they normally are on the market for such a long time as well. Okay, so you basically right use like case studies. You give examples of properties. Yes. Say so the days on market for the yes. ones that were just the internet. Yes. Days on market, um, um, including um, print and lots of marketing. Yes. Um, and you also talk about the different prices that is achievable with two. So you use case studies. Yes. Um, do you take the? What else do you show them at a listing presentation when you're talking to um, a vendor? Definitely show the the profile yeah. of. Yes, the suburb, yeah. where the property sits in that marketplace, and um, and with every property there is always a price range, and it's whether or not they want to deliver a premium price to the actual sale price, or do they just want an average price? Right. If an average is if it's an average price, then definitely no marketing. Just wait for the next buyer to come along. They don't really need an agent. They can sell their own home, but if they do use the vendor paid marketing, well. And we touch all the buyers, not just the buyers who are inter intellectual, yeah. but buyers who are also unconscious and not aware that the property is available for sale. They're the ones who's going to do the premium price. Okay, absolutely gold. Not just the intellectual um, internet buyers, but the unconscious buyers that didn't even know that they were looking. Mm -hmm. um, you try and touch them and get them interested. Um, Vivian, it sounds very simplistic, like someone sitting there watching it would think to themselves, look, that sounds pretty simple. Um, do you work hard? I do. Like, give me an example of like your hours. Shocking hours. Um, I would start at 6am in the morning. I sometimes start a bit earlier. I plan my day, but I've got two children, so I've got to prepare their lunches, get their dinner, prepared or marinated all the food ready to go and then I'll start um, immediately at 7 yeah. uh, with either my reporting or 8 o'clock I'll do my callbacks immediately and I'll just continue working right up till um, 8 or 9 o'clock at night and that will normally carry on on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and also Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So. Um, do you, you know when you say you start doing your stuff in the morning, are you doing that at home or are you going to the office? I do part of that at home. I have an office set up at the moment and I would actually work from home but I will always get into the office by 9 o'clock and also it allows me to work better in an office environment rather than, rather than being distracted. How, how old are your kids? 8 and 10. Okay, so you, so you, you make the lunches in the morning? Yes. And um, then someone takes them to school? Or? Yes. Yeah. Um, my husband is amazing. He yeah. supports me tremendously. And I've got really good help from my mother-in-law, my 
my father-in-law, my mum, my dad, and also I do have helpers at home such as cleaners and gardeners and poor maintenance people to help me on the household. Okay, they say behind every successful man is a woman, but what Vivian is saying, behind every successful woman there's also a man and you've had great family support. Um, you must like it. To, I mean, that's a long, long hours for you. Yes, know? yes. I love it. I really love it. And I think if I didn't love it, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, uh, last time I was doing uh, training with you, I got into a taxi um, when I was in Perth and the taxi driver uh, took me to the airport. And I, didn't, I haven't mentioned this to you. Um, anyway, your name came up and um, he said, you know, the problem with Perth is the real estate agents here, uh, they don't give you the time of day, they're not nice, but there's a person called Vivian um, at Acton, and when I go to an open house, she, you know, she's just polite, she lets me look around, she says that I'm, you know, if I can help. She he basically said you're a nice person, right? Um, which I hadn't told you before. Well, this is what this uh, driver said um, that day. I was actually having um, uh, lunch with um, the principal of your office. Oh, okay. Uh, that's... Grant. Uh, what's his name? Grant Haymans. That's it. That's yes. it. And what's his wife's name? Bev Haymans. Okay, right. Yes. So let me just ask you this. Um, what do you think you do differently from other salespeople? Because most salespeople are struggling to... Like most salespeople would struggle to do what you do in a month, what they'll do in a year. What do you do differently, you think? Um, I don't think I do anything different. All I do, I think, is I do follow a structure. I try to. I mean, it's very hard to, to follow it completely. But I do learn a lot from, from you, for example. And if I take something on board, I'll try and stick to it and follow through from start to finish. I do work very, very hard, and I do know that um, when I do take on a listing, I do work for the seller, so my allegiance is for the seller, of course, and I will do everything I can to make sure that I get the best price for them. Okay, again, simplistic answers, but it's not a complicated game, and I've got to tell you, you know, the, the, the times that I've done training with uh, Vivian, I notice she's taking copious notes down and she's sitting there, and I think she's thinking to herself, what can I do to actually help me in my business? Whereas a lot of people, they hear things, but they don't do uh, anything about them. So, um, and, you, and you mentioned this thing, that you're looking to do the right thing for your owners. Mm. You know? And I get the impression that that's the number one thing for you, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Can I ask you, is there days that you wake up that you're not pumped and motivated, that you feel like, oh... I do. Yeah? I, I do. Um, we do have our ups and downs in real estate, but I've got a really good mentor and a really good team. Um, not just my own team, but that the team within Acton Dalkeith and Acton Cottesloe. So we're very, very close and very cohesive as a team. So when we're down, we pick each other up. So we're not, you know, too down for too long. Right. So we always have our ups and downs. But the way I look at it is I tend to compartmentalise my downs into a little compartment and right. then just keep moving on. And don't focus on the negative. Don't focus on other people. Just focus on yourself. Focus on your business. Focus on your sellers. Focus 
on what you are meant to do and so it doesn't slow you down and bring you further down because a lot of people give up and I just don't like giving up. Okay, so key takeaway point is worry about what you can control, which is yourself and not other people. Um, you talk about trying to stick to structure and like a plan, an, an ideal type week. Mm. What is what is the Vivian Yap structure to real estate? I mean, always get back to people. Yeah. Um, be accessible to buyers and sellers, or whoever rings you back. Just make sure you ring them back. Um, and of course, there will be times that you can't get back to them immediately, but always try to get back to them. Are you calling people like after hours, like? On, yes. Yeah. And um, they don't mind. I used to think, oh, it's after six o'clock, maybe I can't call them. But they really appreciate your call back because you may be in an appointment, you cannot call them back, but you will be available after a certain time. And as long as you get back to them as soon as possible, they appreciate it. Okay. Um, your mobile gets turned off at all? At Never. Never? Or, or, so you're always, even like 8 o'clock at 9, yes. 8.30, you're yes. talking to people? That's right. Yeah? Yeah, even up to 9 o'clock. I've had very long nights where I would be working with an offer or following up with multiple offers. Yeah. I will just make sure I ring everybody or text everybody but to make sure I do not lose a single buyer in any way. Okay. Vivian, let me ask you, um, how do you, you know how you say you try and... Um, go to five listing presentations per week. Mm -hmm. How do you meet these people? How do you create them? Home opens and auctions, definitely. Right. And we may not get um, our achievable five, but we sometimes will have a slower week, but we make up for it the following week. So if I only get two or three appraisals, I'll try and make up for it the following week. But home opens. Okay. Um, and... You keep using a term we. Who, who, who's we? Is there a, have you got a team? Yes, we do. We've got a great team. Um, I do have Teresa who does all the midweek buyers appointments and she'll also help with um, inspections as well throughout the week, be it valuer um, or termite inspections or building inspections. And um, the other um, support staff I have is Laura Jane who's constantly dealing with all the administration work and also vendor paid advertising because we get huge amounts of vendor paid advertising. Therefore, a lot of administration work goes into it. Right. And Caitlin will do also buyer's appointments as well as helping with home opens and do a little bit of So planning. your team is three people? Three. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and so auctions, open houses, you ring up people when from your open house, you ring them up what day? Monday. Okay. However, we normally send a text out there on a Saturday. Yeah. And also follow up on a Sunday as well to right. re-invite them for a viewing on the weekend. Right. However, for those who don't like to be bothered because they'll tell us, do not call. So we can't call them, but we'll always somehow touch base with them to say, do you mind to give us feedback if we just make that one call? So we're not pestering them. Got you. Mm. Okay. So... Um, when you ring them back, is there anything you sort of, what's the conversation look like? I'll Do you call say, them back or someone else calls them back? Um, we split that job between the two of us right. um, because we also split our home opens as well. We can range between um, 
12 to 20 home opens on a weekend. Right. So really big numbers. And apart from that, we also do the home opens uh, followed by whoever does a home open will do the follow-up calls. Right. I will always say, hi, thank you for attending a home open on Saturday. Would like to get some feedback from you. What are your thoughts about the property? Um, and from there, they'll actually tell us what their thoughts are. Okay. Um, listing presentations that you go to, you go in on your own or you take someone with you? I go in on my own. Okay. Um, normally before you sign it up, do you go two times or once? I try to have a one-time approach. Right. However, because I'm still considered to be a newcomer in the real estate um, business, so most of them do want to have some rapport with you yeah. before they sign up because most of them already have friends who are real estate agents. So to them, they don't feel that they should sign up with me immediately. Right. However, with referrals, I do get a lot of referrals now. And for those, I would be able to sign up immediately with one visit. Okay. Um, can I ask you, why do you think, even though you, you, know, you haven't been in real estate for 10 years... Um, you've been short a period of time, but vendors still pick you over other agents. Um, we have a point of difference, and I think our point of difference is that we actually work as a team. We truly work as a team. Um, we don't just work on the basis that we are waiting for a buyer to come through. Uh, we have results to prove for itself as well, and being different um, really means a lot to the sellers as well because right. a lot of agents um, may present their listing presentation the same way they would present to another seller. So I feel that every seller is expecting something different. So we right. do listen to them first. We listen to the expectations and then we'll do the presentation according to the expectations. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and let me tell you that as someone that's involved with working with agents for a long period of time, running an auction company, and real estate's been my life, I can tell you now the reason why Vivian yeah, gets selected, the reason why she's successful is, and it's a hard thing to articulate, but she's a nice person. And at the end of the day, it's uh, nice people don't say they're nice, so it's hard for Vivian to actually say it, but I can tell you one of the things, do not underestimate being a nice person at a listing presentation. Vendors want nice people. They're used to dealing with agents. They're already sus about agents. They already think all agents are the same and that they, you know, all they want to do is take their money off them. And um, just treating people well um, seems to be something that is just a big advantage versus a lot of the competition, you know. Um, Vivian, I want to ask you about your database. Do you, like, you meet a lot of people, not everyone signs up. You, you stay in contact with they go into a database system? Yes, they do. I've only just started this recently. We wish we started this a lot earlier. However, we've just put that in place and we do communicate with them via emails via newsletters yeah. and I would contact them. I just wish I would contact them more regularly right. but after you know attending conferences I think I should be doing it a lot more often. Right. So we are fine tuning that at the moment. Right. Mm. Okay. Um, when when a vendor asks you um, to cut your fee, mm. well what do you what do you do there? Do you do you not negotiate heaps? 
I, I do stand my ground right. very firmly because I do believe I am worth it. I right. work very hard and um, we will never discount their sale price of their home. And I do give them the analogy that if you want to cut my fee, how do you feel if somebody cuts the sale price of your home? And um, they do understand it. And I don't, I do choose my sellers now. Right. Whereas before I would take on every single listing, but I am starting to select my sellers as well. So if they start to cut my fee, I will sometimes walk away. Okay, so give me examples of business that you walk away is where they want a discount fee, mm -hmm. uh, other things? When they do not want to pay vendor. Paid advertising. Paid advertising. And also if I do hear from the grapevine that they're difficult sellers. Okay, so you're saying not all business is good business. No, definitely not. And know when to hand back the keys as right. well. So being an inexperienced agent in my first month and the first three months, you tend to attract different sellers. So I just found that I just needed to be a little bit smarter. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I want to ask you, Vivian, anyone that's watching this video particularly females. I get asked by a lot of females, um, get good females that are doing good in real estate. Um, what, what, what advice would you give uh, to any other girls that, that are watching this now? What advice do you give to them? Hmm. Don't give up. It's always, always difficult, especially in your first two years, definitely. I think I had a very lucky start very lucky start because I had good, good support, not just from family, but with the way the business was structured as well. We have a really good team. So make sure you surround yourself with very successful people, successful agents, people with good ethics and professionalism in everything they do from work or you know in their own personal lives as well, because that will rub off on you. And when you are not doing so well, they will help you. And that is very important. So immerse yourself with good people. Okay. Um, Vivian, this whole thing about being a mum with two kids, mm -hmm. being a wife, a real estate agent, trying to balance it all. Yeah. Um, any tips like to any mums out there? Like obviously you're stretched and yes. you know it's it's a frantic pace. Yeah. How 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 do you uh, uh, any anything that you've learned over the last two years to help you to help you uh, balance it? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Right. That's that's the motto for me. Don't be afraid to ask for help because if you don't ask for help, something will suffer. Right. It's either your family or your work or your service will diminish. Yeah. Um, so I am not afraid to ask for help and also make sure that you do invest back into your business in, in certain ways and it could be uh, from employing a staff member or investing in promoting yourself or sending the message out there what you are doing. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, at what point do you, um, did you put on an assistant and people to help you? Within 
six months. Right. Six months. Was it a good decision to do that? It was. It was excellent because I couldn't cope with right. the listings. I couldn't cope with the callbacks. I couldn't cope with the amount of work that's required behind the scenes. Okay. Um, Vivian, final bit of advice I'm going to ask you. If you were starting in real estate on your first day again, over two years later, what advice would you give yourself? I would definitely plan better, set myself a goal which is achievable and also have my database up front very, very, at the very start. Do not start two and a half years later because there's a lot of cleanup to do with the database which is not as useful um, and also making sure that plan ahead, prospect and listen, just listen to everybody from people who have done it before, turn all the negatives into positives because whatever you do, if they don't choose you as an agent, learn from it, improve yourself and don't take it as a negative and then put yourself into a box where you feel, I could not win this listing and I'm going to give up. Just don't give up. Yeah, I think you've summed it up to me. Vivian, there is no such thing as a bad day. It's just a day of data. You're being given mm -hmm. data and information yes. for you to change, to learn from, you know. Yes. Um, uh, Vivian, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank it's you. been a, 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 an honour to interview arguably one of the best female agents in the country. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.